Greetings, and welcome to the Gospel Expedition, where we explore the Gospel in the Scriptures from Genesis to Revelation. My name is Leland Acker, pastor of LifePoint Baptist Church. The Gospel is defined by 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 3-4, through 4, how that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures, that He was buried, that He raised on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. Every part of the Scriptures, the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, points to the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ for our sins according to the scriptures. Scripture either sets up the gospel, foretells the gospel, foreshadows the gospel, illustrates the gospel, or explains the gospel. When we study scripture, we are to find its connection with the gospel. That's why Charles Spurgeon once said that when he studied a passage, he made a beeline for the gospel. And as Charles Spurgeon made a beeline for the gospel, so should we. When we divorce scripture from the gospel, our religion becomes empty, legalistic, and harmful. Up until now, Genesis chapter 1 has set up the gospel by introducing us to the main character of the Bible, that being God. And by studying the creation so far, we have seen God's glory and his characteristics and his attributes through the creation. In today's passage, scripture begins telling us who we are and our role in the story. Verses 26 through 28 here in Genesis chapter 1 not only tell us that we were made in the image of God, but that we reflect God's image by our roles in his creation. And those roles are the role of managing the creation, the role of creativity, and the role of reflecting God's glory in all things. Let's look at the role of managing the creation. In verse 26, God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Now God said, let us make man in our own image, after our likeness. God created us after his image. And what we will see when we move over into chapter 2 is that God gave us his life, his spirit. He breathed into man's nostrils the breath of life, and so man became a living soul. And having become a living soul, man had an intellectual ability, self-awareness, knowing that you exist and knowing that you exist for a purpose, and higher thinking, the thinking of philosophy, being able to philosophize, being able to analyze the world around you and find meaning into it, and also being able to solve problems. God created us after his image. He also created us after his likeness. That similarity that goes along with the term appearance. God created us in his image and likeness, and he let us have dominion over the creation. That means he put us in charge. In chapter 2, you'll find that God put man in the Garden of Eden, and man's purpose for being in the Garden of Eden was to keep it and to dress it. Being in charge of God's creation means we're stewards, we're managers. We are the ones who are, in char who are charged with the task of taking care of his creation, as man was in the Garden of Eden, to keep it and to dress it. We are to maintain God's creation. We are to cultivate God's creation. We are to have dominion over his creation. And what grace and what a love the Father has toward us, toward us, that he should place us in charge of his creation. 
The problem is that we decided in Genesis chapter 3 that that wasn't good enough for us. That we wanted to find a way to be able to step out from underneath God's authority and do things the way that we thought that they should have been done. And that was the fall of man. That was the original sin. That's what plunged us all into rebellion against God. And that's why the gospel is necessary. Again, this passage is setting up the gospel. So we have the role of managing the creation. The second role we have is the role of creativity. In seeing God's attributes through the creation demonstrated in Genesis chapter 1, we see God's creativity. And going out into the creation, seeing the different types of plants that exist, the different types of creatures that exist, maybe you don't get to see many wild animals out in the creation, but you are able to see many creatures at the zoo and at nature preserves. You take those animals and you look at them and you look at how they were created and how they function and how they live and and what they look like. And you look at the creation itself, the Grand Canyon, the Rocky Mountains, Niagara Falls, the Caribbean. You get a real good sense of God's creativity. And then you look at a Rembrandt painting. You look at a Bob Ross painting. You look at a Michelangelo sculpture. You look at the architecture that is all around us, modern day art literature, novels, movies, music, poetry. You see that man has a strong creative nature as well. That's a gift that God has given us. We were made after his image, after his likeness, in the role of managing his creation and also in the role of creativity. And then there's the role of reflecting God's glory. Psalm 19.1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky alone proclaims his handiwork. God's glory is revealed in his creation. We are God's creation. If God's glory is revealed in his creation and we're God's creation, why should we be any different than the rest of creation? We should also declare the glory of God. In Psalm 8, verses 3-4, through 4, the Bible says, When I look at your heavens... The work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you care for him? The creation shows God's glory, yet what concerns God most is us. That's his love, that's his grace toward us, that's his motivation, and that's what moved him to complete the gospel. God has given us an amazing gift, an amazing opportunity and responsibility to do great things. Let's take that opportunity. Let's love the Lord. Let's serve the Lord and serve others. And let's glorify God. This has been the Gospel Expedition. My name is Leland Acker, pastor of Life Point Baptist Church in Early, Texas.